Welcome to episode number 111 of Tao Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. Same age as Frodo, no, Bilbo Baggins. He was 111. Yes, it's also a very lucky number. So um, it's lucky that we're back. Lucky for you listeners. It's been yeah. A, it's, been a, it's been a bit. Uh Holidays and 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 natural disasters and all that, all those wonderful things and horrible things thrown in together means a little delay in Tallowite talk. So uh, we're back. We're back though, and we're on the highway to Christmas and the holiday season. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of news, you know, before we get to it. Um, but let's start off with something that we we just didn't get a chance to talk about on this show. We talked about it on Gourmet Scum Radio, but that's the passing of Stan the Man Lee. Um, Obviously, somebody who's extremely influential in our lives um, as longtime geeks. I can remember writing to Stan Lee when I was a kid. I think we all did, right? Like in middle school, we sent our comics to Marvel back when you do something like that. Seventh uh, grade. Yeah. This is Newton's uh, English class. Yeah. So, um, you know, is, is a huge Spider-Man fan amongst all of the other things that he created. Uh, it's just super sad, um, to have him go, but at the same time, can't think of somebody who didn't live a more spectacular, astonishing, amazing life than, uh, than Stan Lee, so he was one of the best. Yeah, if not the best. Uh, I mean, somebody who spoke out against the atrocities in our, uh, you know, in our society. Something that's very, uh, very much back in the the limelight these days. Uh, and as we continue to do that in comics as a medium, uh, Stan Lee really uh, elevated the comics into, you know. And to something that became more important than just laughs or, or just you know satire or whatever you know people looked at comics for, but comics became uh, le- learning points and also just a way to examine our society. And I think it's it's he's such an iconic person and he will be missed. Um, you know, just thinking about X Men, you know, the whole premise behind X Men and just the the influence of X-Men alone on our lives and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. But like you said, uh, it's a wonderful life. Sure. Sure. Did. Uh, so just, we'll give a little moment of silence for, uh, for Stan Lee. Okay. One of Stan's, uh, many offshoots here in, in Marvel news um, Venom. Uh, the movie came out earlier in October, and despite everybody pretty much thinking it, the movie has gone on to make a lot of money. And most recently, it just passed uh, Wonder Woman at the uh, global box office. Um, that's crazy. What do you What do you think about that? Good for that movie. You know. It's made eight hundred and twenty-two 
million dollars, it is the highest grossing superhero origin movie of all time. Yeah, it's doing exactly what it set out to do. You know, if people are tired of these these friendly I mean, you know, people people have their their problems with the Marvel Studios movies, whatever. Those people are kind of uh tainted. But um I do understand the need for more villains in you know, people love these villains. Um both Marvel and DC have these great stables and they're just as important as the heroes. And, you know, just thinking back, this is uh, just, we just mentioned about how we sent comics in the Stan Lee. I sent my Venom number one lethal protector uh, to him, got that signed. I, I still have that comic to this day. So that's, that's an example right there of um, something from our childhood that became uh, a storyline and that was very important to us. And now it's a movie and as much as we wanted to give it uh, crap and give Sony crap, you know the movie the movie succeeded, and I I, I enjoyed the movie. I really wish that that Black Friday deal I would have woken up earlier and gotten that uh, the collector's edition off Amazon for the price it was like twelve bucks or something like that. For Venom? Yeah, pre-order like Amazon exclusive collector's edition. It was oh. on Black Friday special for about five minutes. I had no idea. Yep, yep. Um. I did want to just say, as far as numbers go, it just debuted in uh, China on, um, a couple of weeks ago to the tune of $111 million. Speaking of 111, kind of yep. crazy, um, but it, uh, it's made $610 million internationally. <laughs> like, that's bonkers. That is bonkers. So, yeah, man. It's nothing wrong with dark superheroes or villains. No, but I think one thing that people don't always realize is that overseas, they really love anything that's a genre movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe not horror so much, but sci-fi and fantasy, like they obviously respond to. Like Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim 2, Start, um, uh, Terminator, Genesis, like movies that kind of bomb here in America will make their money back internationally like tenfold. So um, I just thought that that was really, really interesting. Like some huge numbers, you know, coming out of like the UK, South Korea, obviously in China, even in Mexico, it made $24 million. Like it's just, they're putting up really big numbers. Um, You know, year to date, China's got $241 million of that run. <laughs> that's just hey venom is big big money over in china next time set the movie in china if it were me if i was shooting it yeah i mean just it's... like remember in iron man 3 how they had that extra scene that we didn't see that was over yes. in china because yep. of that reason same yep. thing with the transformers movies like china is becoming it's second place to ours as far as the market goes. And it should, uh, should be. It, it might be passing America at some point. They've got the numbers and they've got the fans. I'm like here in America where people are there one genre. They don't, they really don't. It's, it's a strange divisive uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If you are a PlayStation plus fan today, you better go. Stand. You better be paying for that shit. <laughs> To get that. Oh, subscriber! Sorry. Yeah, yep. I'm just messing around. Yeah, if you're a subscriber of PlayStation Plus, um, 
they sent out an email like last week saying, Hey, you could see into the spider verse. One of the first people, unfortunately I will not be around on December 15th, I think is when it comes out or, or no, it would be December 1st. It'd be this weekend that you yep. get a chance to see, you could see it two weeks early. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sad about it. I'll be shooting a movie. Like yeah. I want to go if it was just me, but my wife wants to go. So what am yeah, I supposed to do? I got to take my wife. I got to take my nephews. It's not happening for free. Um, nope. That's it. And work. Whatever. Um, but yeah, really excited for this movie. Looks amazing. So yeah. probably be the best Spider-Man movie yet. <laughs> well, I was talking to somebody today and I said, there's a possibility this is going to be my movie of the year. Because of yeah. how much I like the directors and the cast and the animation and obviously Spider Man, like I, it could be for me my favorite movie of the year. Could be, could be. Infinity and War, hard to Aquaman will just melt your mind. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Exactly. Up next, there's a rumor that we're going to be getting a title for Avengers Four, possibly a trailer on uh, November 28th which depending on when you're hearing may already have happened. Um, I don't think that or, or not. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. No, but we'll see. Um, I mean, why would it just, I mean, they Wednesday it's comic book day. There's no real sporting event. There's no major Disney movie coming out for a few weeks. You know, I, I don't even know. You know, it's like when will we see this? Mary Poppins returns at the earliest around then holiday time, you know? Yeah. I think if anything, it it would be around then, but you know, I don't remember when the captain Marvel trailer came out, but I think it just came out, you know, on good morning America. And there was, there was nothing. There was nothing. So, you know, it's star Wars has done that too. So you're right. I mean, I mean, let's just put it on garbage TV shows instead of, you know, <laughs> I'm just joking, Disney. Yeah. I mean, we don't watch it, but I guess a lot of people do. I don't know. They should be working. <laughs> what do you think the name of this movie is going to be? Um, Secret Wars. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's My question is, like, how much, how much will it really revolve around Thanos. Will we have other villains involved? Um, you know, like where? What is the direction of this movie? Right. I mean, at the end of Avengers three, it's like Thanos goes to his house, and that's it. You know, it's like it really kind of leaves you open. And so, I mean, it's like everybody's dead, <laughs> and they got to find a way around that. So, I mean, um, I, I don't know, man. I just. I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much either because I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I think Thanos is going to continue to be the villain. Um, I am a little curious. I, I hadn't thought about it too much, but spoiler, if you have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, but like, how do they get him out of the microverse? My friend asked me that. And I was like, uh, honestly, I have zero idea how, how that happens. You know, microverse is usually like a Doctor Strange type situation. 
Um, maybe not even microverse as much as just like, what is it? Just like an ultimate dimension type of thing. So I don't know, but maybe that plays into something as well. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be called um, Captain Marvel Super Beatdown is what it's going to be called. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like, she's got to come. Cap's got to die. Tony's probably going to die or turn into an AI or, or something. So it's like, how is all that happening? Do you introduce more villains? Like, you know, Infinity War had the children of Thanos, so th- those were good antagonists. Um two-dimensional antagonist but antagonist so other than what's his name the one who has mind powers ebony ma yes yeah anyway let's move on to some dc news let's get let's talk about this early aquaman reviews have been extremely positive um wet yeah most people have said they got soaked (laughs) either from sweating or from crying, or just being in James Wan's presence, and he has a squirt gun, uh, and he shoots you with it. Which I believe more. What do you think of these? I'm extremely excited, uh, and extremely reserved, uh, only because of always, we're going to go back to Suicide Squad. Uh, I watched that last trailer. I really shouldn't have watched that final trailer for Aquaman. Um, it's, it's, It's amazing. It's you shouldn't have watched it. I shouldn't have watched it because now I have like this really high expectation of even more of this movie because that that one that trailer alone delivered it for me. I could just watch that trailer and be like, "Man, this is a great this is a great Aquaman movie." And not even go see the movie. <laughs> just die happy. Um yeah, I'm really excited for this movie. Uh I it just looks beautiful. I just think they're DC is being very honest about, you know, from the beginning about it and they're going their route. They're kind of, you know, they're going to swim with Jason Momoa. You know, I we'll see. I, I just, just want to see it and, and then we can judge it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I read through those reviews yesterday. Um, and I, you know, I had a smile on my face. I, they, a lot of people are saying it's like a Marvel phase one movie in the sense that it's a good origin. They take from the comics, but they create their own. People said it's weird. Many people said it's a very weird and bizarre movie, which I thought was good because it's a dude who talks to fish, you know, like, and he's the shit joke of anything in, in DC, you know, maybe not so much in the last five years, but obviously like, he was shit on for a long time. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm it, James Wan. I trust him. My expectations are still really low because it is a DC film. Um, but I'm excited to. I'm now excited to see the movie. The first trailer, I was like, eh, I don't care. The second trailer, the extended trailer, I go, okay, this is good. This third final trailer, I was like, okay. I want to see this now because I mean, it really does look like avatar meets water world. People are saying Lord of the Rings. And like, even in the first trailer, when you see that huge battle at the end between all the creatures, it it does look like Lord of the Rings. So yeah, it's like uh, Lord of the Rings meets finding Nemo, man. That's it. That's it. it. Um, so I, I saw this. It's so bright. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. It is. it is very bright. Um, I saw this poster. <laughs> it's like it's got just Aquaman peeking up out of the water, like so you see his eyes and you see um, you know enough of the trident, and then you see his hands doing like that surfs up. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, this is so. <laughs> that's the only thing that really kills me is his bro dude situation and they didn't change yeah you know what and i i like him in you know i like him in everything he does so it's like he can play the badass um but that whole surfer dude that Zack snyder was doing was just like i like the design of the character i do and it's like it reminds me a lot of the 90s aqua and it's you know with long hair and and it was darker but now they have the green and the gold on him and he's just like He's looking the part, and then I just actually got in the mail this week was my um, my uh, Jim Lee Justice League Eleven variant, which has the uh, the his rendition of Aquaman on it, and it's like it looks like the Jason Momoa one, and more like the Jason Momoa one than the current comic iteration that they've been kind of you know fuse them into uh, as they as they tend to do around movie times. Um, so you know what, and like I said, they're being very honest about who Jason Momoa is in this, in this movie. And I can appreciate that because you're, they're going to have to sell it that way. You're going to have to love it or hate it. That's it. Um, why don't you take on these next ones? Cause really this is, this is more on your end of things. Yeah. So uh, I just brought up Suicide Squad a few moments ago. You know, it was, <laughs> it was, Regrettable. That, <laughs> it was the movie that started off so good. And, and this is the thing. It just fails. It just does a 180 and f- totally like flaps around like a fish on the dock. Um, and, you know, I really felt like it had to do with the villains and the, the villain situation and the way they treated the team and whatnot. So whatever. Um, we can all agree that that movie sucks. started off well and it sucks at, by the end of it. Um, so David I came out to say that um, the original plan for the villains in the movie were was Steppenwolf and Parademons. Uh, so this would lead to the idea that Zack Snyder the whole time was supposed to be bringing Darkseid into Justice League, but instead WB made the move to bump Step- Steppenwolf and the Parademons into the Justice League movie, which just, you know, on a scale of watching superheroes battle a supervillain, Seven Wolf doesn't do it for me, uh, <clears throat> and it didn't do it for anybody else, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, I really wish that we could have seen what David Iyer had originally intended for Suicide Squad, because I think that in the whole Zack Snyder verse and 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 getting to his Just League, we might have been a little bit happier just you know at the end of that. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Well, David Ayer said on Twitter that. The original idea was, yes, Steppenwolf and the Parademons would be controlling Enchantress. And you'd see, like, the boom tubes and stuff like that. So if you have a Justice League movie, the biggest thing that you can fight is Darkseid. And I understand that you kind of want to go the Thanos route. Like, you want to delay it before you get there. But because they were doing things backwards anyway, by doing Justice League before everyone's individual origin movies, you should have just did Dark Side straight up. And 
introduce like either introduce Steppenwolf in uh, Suicide Squad, which has been fine, or you uh, start I, off I'm with. Sorry. I'm sorry. They they were supposed to introduce Steppenwolf in Batman versus Superman. Remember, it's a deleted scene. So oh, yeah. the the seeds were planted there. Yeah. And they could have been smart about it and just moved it along. And then Steppenwolf, yeah, he's a threat in Suicide Squad. Maybe they maybe something happens, but then it transfers into Justice League where he goes and gets Darkseid and then all hell hell breaks loose. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's just it's crazy to me. Um and it's crazy to Zack Snyder too, because he laughed. He laughed at the A, the runtime of the new Justice of what other Justice League movie was presented to us um, because you know that he would have been doing a three-hour-plus movie with this. It, if you can do that with Batman versus Superman, which is extremely boring, uh, that movie should have been toned, like cut down a little bit, and then you're giving the full release to Justice League. You know, I, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, Batman versus Superman, the Snyder Cut, is a watchable <laughs> movie. Yeah, personally, I think it's it's fine. You know, in his pantheon of films, it's fine. I just think that we can go on and on forever about what could have been, what should have happened, blah blah blah. The point is, it didn't. And hopefully, moving forward with Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman two, um, Birds of Prey, and the unfathomable greatness, we didn't even put that on the list. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> And not to mention, not to mention that their live action versus is doing extremely well so far with Titans. And if it can just continue to grow there, they have they have a pretty good front. Yeah, right. Um, uh, just one last thing: Snyder did share a look at Darkseid on his Twitter. Not what they basically like a, I guess like a hieroglyph or like a like a weird tribal painting of him, but like what he would have kind of looked like. So very unfortunate. Yeah. But moving forward. Oh, can we just mention this title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to talk about this. Actually. I forgot to put this on the list because it is fresh. Yeah. I just, you know, it's very fresh. So birds of prey gets a full title birds of prey in the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with it, and I am not okay with it at the same time. I'm just like, I think it's extremely campy and it's funny, and then it's the same time it's like you just kind of took this idea of the Birds of Prey movie and just and and kind of made it comedic. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't care. I like Margot Robbie's Holly Quinn, and I hope that they can really move past Suicide Squad and, and make her even better. Well, the thing is, is like that is what's going to sell this movie is because nobody had any complaints about Harley. Every other girl who walked down my street for Halloween was a Harley Quinn since 2016. I mean, it's just like that is now the comic book and the new upcoming animated series look for Harley. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, he's no longer the uh, the gosh. Why am I missing his name from animated series? I almost said Ditko. It's not Ditko. No, Bruce Tim and, and um, Paul Dini. Dini. Yeah, Paul Dini. Thank you right. for. Um, so, anywho, that look is still there, but not not as much as the Margot Robbie look. So they're hinging this whole whatever it's going to be a franchise or whatever off of her. I think it's curious when you say emancipation, yeah, uh, or liberation, because that's either she's no longer 
in jail. Obviously, that's a possibility. But then Joker, Frieder, how's that playing into things, right? Or is it mean emancipation, like she's allowed to go full Harley and she just goes on an insane spree? <laughs> Perhaps. Um, it really depends on if she's the villain of the movie, which we know that Black Mask is. Uh, the What I... Kind of what was said on DC uh, DC Daily yesterday is that the idea is, I believe, is that she's broken free from the Joker. She's getting away from that abusive relationship. She oh. wants to kind of mend um, her 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 villainous ways, and she, I think, she becomes part of the Birds of Prey team. To be honest with you, sure. Without any without any Batgirl um, announced, which I'm sure we'll get eventually here as a big there. surprise. Yeah. Um, the idea here is that. Um, Margot Robbie will have, I think, more of a um, hero role, like she she kind of started to have in Suicide Squad as well. Right. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, mildly excited about this movie once they actually start shooting, because it's still not real <laughs> until we see it. Uh, Ewan McGregor makes it a little more real than <laughs> this title, so it's there. Script's there. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, a uh, week from this Sunday, we get our our next CW DC TV crossover. It starts on Supergirl, and we'll run for three nights. Elseworlds, and we got our, uh, our official trailer the other day. Did you watch it? I saw something for 30 seconds. Was that the trailer? There's a no. There's a, like a almost a two-minute trailer now. Okay, because I was like, I don't see Lex. I don't see anybody. No, you don't see Lex at all yet. Oh, okay. I don't think he comes until he might show up in this. I would, I would imagine that would be a cool way to introduce him, but I haven't really heard anything. No, he's coming you. in the, he's coming in the crossover. He is. Okay, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No. Uh. Well. Okay. For the thirty seconds that I saw, um, it looks. There's cool. a bunch of weird clips. There's like, um, there's the monitor. First one. There was. Yeah, there's that one where Oliver wakes up is Barry. There's yeah. that short one. There's all these little short ones, which I missed a couple of them. But then there's this official trailer where at the end of it, <laughs> they got to fight a black suit Superman. So I saw uh, that. That's yeah, that's there. That's yeah. the one. That's yeah. like a minute. So that's a good times, guys. Can't wait. Batwoman's I, coming. I'm thinking anyway. like if it's a black suit Superman. It's a clone of him for this Elseworlds thing. If you watch the trailer, the guy, that weird guy from Lost, he plays that weird yeah. doctor guy in this. Um, I can't wait because yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, he he has a machine that changes reality. Yep. So he that. does something, and so like things tick out of place. So I don't think it's a really a Superman clone. I think it he he gets. I, I don't know what happens, but it's going to be. Kind of crazy because the Black Superman in the Death of Superman series was the real Superman when he came back. Um, that's how he came back, right. as, and that's why everybody, everybody gets so excited about the black suit uh, that was teased in you know Justice League didn't happen for some dumb reason, um, and so on. So you know, black suit is very meaningful in the Superman mythos. Yeah, I, um, you know, I've been catching up. I think I just have. Like one more Supergirl, and I mean, there's stuff that is coming on this week. So yeah, um, but I'm probably the same place you are right now. Like yeah. episode behind here, there, yeah, um, but not, but pretty much caught up. It's been awesome. awesome. I like that. <laughs> well, we put we put Black Lightning on the 
back burner only because it I haven't doesn't watched have anything to do with crossover. I haven't watched any Black Lightning. I've watched. Oh. I'm still like I'm. I'm still on season one. I, I we just started it again to get through it. So I just because I want to watch it so bad, but it's been tough because I had to catch up on anything else. Yeah, it's going full uh, full X Men in that show, but I would fine. be. I keep hoping that that they somehow bring him into it. You know, just randomly. Just I, if it's a weird year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're waiting, um, but. It's um, it's funny, without giving too sp- much spoilers, it's just that every single show has talked about Gotham. And yes. even in the latest episode of Flash that I watched, they say Victor Freeze and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, finally. <laughs> Only took you seven years to finally acknowledge that this huge i mean yeah we've heard the word gotham his man his friend with the ears or whatever but this is nice to know finally gotham exists i mean there was there was a point where everything just changed and we know it was it was clear cut when they said you know what we messed up we gotta stop just trying to reserve things and playing the safe game and pretending like people can't handle a Gotham City in the TV verse and on and on the and on the big screen at the same time, they can't. People can handle that stuff. In fact, we would get even wetter from it if you would just give us like this 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 plethora of just geekiness. Like I don't care. Like give it to us everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, I think right don't now it's like there's there's Gotham comics. There's Titans has a Gotham Gotham Gotham. Now this Gotham and then the Gotham that's in the movies. But like DC more than any other thing has a multiverse and people have been accepting it for 70 years, like that the world is split into so many different earths. So it's, it's nice. It's finally nice. And then my wife goes, do you think now we're going to get a Batman show? And I, and if you, well, here's the thing. If you would have asked me this a year ago, I would say vehemently. No. Now I say, Eh, no, but you know what? Like, because they're not doing anything with the movie, I don't know. I really don't know because they're. Yeah, you're right. At at one point, they thought the audiences couldn't handle it. I think what really changed it was Justice League. That people still watched the show Flash, and they accepted Ezra Miller as Flash. And I think at that point, they said, "Okay, people can watch it on the big screen, and they can watch it on the small screen." And they're not getting freaked out by it. And I think that was the change. I'm going to backtrack to Batman TV show. Um, I think that, A, we'll get a Superman show first on the CW. We will never get a Batman show on the CW. The Batman, I don't believe, will ever... Maybe maybe he'll show up someday. But this Batman is, has been... It's been stated. He's been missing for years. He's gone. Gotham's a goddamn war zone they said yeah. that they said that that's it's stated um in one of the synopsis batman has been missing for years and the right. synopsis of elseworlds yeah okay sorry for, you have to be specific yeah, sorry, I didn't for know okay. so moving on like, where did this information come from moving on from the idea that batman should exist in the cw verse which i don't believe he should i didn't batman, say that. there's a streaming show or a show on premium cable where they can do dark and dirty ass things 
and be dark and evil and just be ridiculously Batman-y um, because they've already proven with Titans that, yeah, people weren't really sure how they felt about that show at first, and it definitely goes away from a lot of the... the I love the show, but it definitely takes its own route. Um, and like I just said, people are loving it. So uh, they want this dark and gritty, and I think that's the only way to give us a Batman show is to give it where you can say pure mature audience you know that's it i don't want to see anything else i don't want to see another movie to be honest with you i want a tv show because it's the only way you can really flesh out a batman story batman is way too deep for two hours of 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 silliness or whatever you want to put on a big screen or make us wait six years for a trilogy you know no give us a tv show where you can fight Clayface one week go fight the ventriloquist go give us our odd weird villains that make batman that that made the Batman the animated series the greatest Batman telling of all time. Why? It's a serial. That's it. Right. That's it. Sorry, rant over. Thank you. But that's fine. Um still, you know, really Yeah. I'm I'm curious uh, as how DC will figure out what to do with that character. Same thing with Superman, same thing with live action versions of Aquaman and all the Justice League really. I I just think it's really interesting to cast Lois Lane in these shows and not move forward with a show eventually. I think that we'll see a Superman show within a year. Well, with Next Lex year. being <laughs> Lex a character, Lois a character, Superman yep. character. Yeah. I don't because people like the Superman. I like the Superman. I like I, I like him. He's, he's, I do. He's my favorite on screen Superman since uh Dean King. <laughs> Not to mention yeah. the only on-screen Superman since Deep K. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I mean, other than Smallville, I know Smallville. You mean TV? Yeah, TV. Yeah, TV. I mean, you know, I don't mind Henry Cavill on the big screen. No, um, I like Henry Cavill. I like Henry Cavill. Yeah. But yeah, small screen Superman. All right, wow. what's the last uh, piece of DC news here? Uh, we just today. We just dropped it on Don't Forget a Towel. DC Universe has finally put out the official trailer for Young Justice Outsiders. Casey has finally started to watch it. He can't stop. He's going to find out by the end of the second season. He'll be like, oh, man, how does a show like this get canceled? It still blows my mind. Um, But here's the thing. (laughs) This trailer goes, it's back because you demanded it. Here's the heroes. Uh, something that's really funny. I got to read it actually to you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I read why it got canceled. I the choice. Yeah, because yeah. I guess Mattel was the one who was paying for the show, yeah. and when the toy sales went down, they pulled funding, and that's it. The reason why every cartoon gets canceled is because if the toy line does poorly, it's gone. Yeah, that's it. He Man, He Man, two thousands gone. Thundercats, you wanted a Thundercat reboot. Guess you should have bought some toys. Yeah. Because that show was amazing. That one season of that anime, whatever they were trying to do. Um, but know. yes, no, I'm, I'm excited to, to catch up. I didn't realize how many episodes. It's, so season one is the longest, and then oh. season two is shorter, isn't it? Barely. It's 24 and 20. Yeah, that's a normal run for a TV show. I know. I know. I was just like, okay. This isn't something I can blaze through in a weekend. Like, you know, I got 13 hours or whatever. So a normal season for an hour long show on Netflix. I'm just saying 
because they are 22 minutes. Episodes. Yeah, but we're talking about a time of, of cartoons when they're on Cartoon Network. We're talking yeah. about, you know, same thing with Clone Wars. You know, all those shows, they're all extended seasons. Now we get better shows because now we get these little concise seasons. Not that those shows aren't great, but they're putting a lot more production value into these 12 episode series. Right. Well, I think they're doing things too. Like I, I want to say with She-Ra, I know with like Sabrina, like they release like 10 episodes, but that's part one of season one. And then they're going to go and release them again after the new year. So they're extending it, you know, they're doing it as a full season, but they're, they're spacing it out instead of one, 24 episode or whatever binge thing you know and that's i really appreciate it about titans um i love that's a weekly i love coming like i don't work friday nights anymore i come home from work i i'm like it's titans time it's it's amazing because it's like i i love being able to binge a show but i love looking forward to a show as well because um i think it just also creates when you binge a show you don't really absorb it as well um, because you're just like, oh, I'm gonna watch this for four hours, and it kind of melds together, and you forget some things. Uh, but yeah, this is like classic TV viewing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, and then the final piece of like our intro here, uh, Harbinger part, from part Valiant, one. huh? <laughs> part one, like they say on Netflix. Yes, part one. Um, Valiant may have found its director in Justin Tipping for Harbinger. Mm. Um, As we've talked about, Valiant and Sony have a five-picture deal. Bloodshot, Harbinger, Bloodshot 2, Harbinger 2, Harbinger Wars as the expected uh, release schedule. So this would be the first Harbinger film um, where a group of superhero teens have to fight an evil madman. And uh, what's his name? Toyo Harada? Toyo Harada. Yeah. Toyo Harada. Good good villain. So he is. And he's a good is a good like villain you can get behind because you kind of see his way too. You know, it's like like, Magneto. Those are the know. best villains. Doctor yeah. Doom, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. We're putting him up with the, the heavy hitters. That's it. So Lex Luthor. <laughs> well <laughs> no, I mean Lex Luthor's a little bit too much of a xenophobe for yeah, me, but at the same time, um he he is one of the best villains ever. He is one of the best villains ever. Because he's I also feel- like, he's like, he comes out, he's like, oh, I'm the superhero, you know, several times. And then it's like, yeah. no, 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 I really wasn't. I'm going to, you know, start the Legion of Doom again, and we're going to screw the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lex Luthor is a little, little iffy. But anywho, um, <laughs> Justin Tipping doesn't really have any notable Yeah, I was going to say, who is Yeah, he has one movie. And a couple TV shows, and like that's it. Um, oh. Not to say that that means anything, you know. No. It doesn't nowadays, but it's just um, it's curious. So uh, that's a good spot for us to go into a commercial break, and we'll catch you guys after a word from our other shows. There yeah, the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over twenty points of articulation. Great sculpting. And look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com. Geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. Wow! 
Chris and I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're gonna geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Run, again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! We are back after those commercials. Let's talk about my favorite comic book writer, Mark Millar. And one of my favorites. He uh, struck a deal with Netflix uh, like two years ago at this point. And Has it been it, that long? It's, it's been about two years, yeah. Um, so they own Millar World, and through that they've put out two comics. Well, one comic, The Magic Order, and Prodigy, which actually comes out next week. Um, and today... He is announcing two more projects, but one we know about, one we'll probably hear as soon as this podcast is over, um, as is the case. But Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, always. Uh, Sharky the Bounty Hunter. Um, Sharky the Bounty Hunter is about uh, a world, a sci-fi world, where kids can be bounty hunters, and those seeking to bring criminals to justice can operate out of a modified ice cream truck. Um what <laughs> yeah so mark millar says when i joined netflix on staff last year maybe it was the last year we had this crazy plan of big sci-fi universe of movies and sharky is the first of these uh magic order is our fantasy horror franchise prodigy is our big adventure movies and sharky kicks off a whole world of sci-fi that's just a great action comedy in the style of all the movies i grew up with um yeah so i think what's interesting with that statement is that it looks like comic books is the way to get in. If the comic book is successful, people like it, then they go, okay, let's go do movies. Um, Because I know when he was working at Fox, it was like, we're going to do Jupiter's everything. We're going to go and do um, uh, Empress. Uh, We're going to do Reborn, which are all the great comics. But with this Netflix deal, I mean, he's straight up coming up with new IP and new projects that have nothing to do with Fox or Marvel or anything else that he's done before. And I mean, from what I've read of the magic order, bring me an effing show of that because the, I, did you read that comic? No, I read them. I read them as one. I can't, I can't yeah, do it. I mean, that's, I did with reborn too. I waited and then I just read it all in one night. Um, the magic order is effed up, you know, violently, you know, it's typical Mark, it's violent it's sex it's crazy but just the idea of this group of magicians that are it's rated r you know what i mean hard r harry potter wanted meets harry potter like come on the yeah the 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 covers alone i'm just like i'm I'm like looking at the like this is like this isn't like 
children friendly children should be able to see this cover i have that comic. Uh, i think it's issue three on my yeah, yeah, yeah. upstairs That's so i'm like <laughs> i just flipped it over for my wife to be like what is this i, I was like huh? is it orgy what is going on here yeah, so magic orgy. uh yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean we love mark millar because it is risque and i and it was even more exciting when he got this deal on, on netflix so i mean Please, we we love we love graphic stuff, you know. In, in a world where people, you know, there's a lot of problems with, with people having problems with violence on TV and all this stuff. But you know what? For us that can handle it, it's one of the best genres that you know when genres can really take advantage of of extreme, you know, sense. <laughs> I guess things like that, violence and whatever. So a little street. bit of the ultra violence, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's same thing with the boys with the Garth Enos <laughs> and the stuff that comes out of that guy's mind where yeah. it's just, it's out of control. Like, okay. I'm Garth not saying like I need to read violence in all my comics. I absolutely am not saying that. No, no. When there's somebody like a Enos, like a Millar who can handle it in usually a fun comical way. It's never like serious ever. That's the other thing you guys got to mm-hmm. understand. Like kick-ass is extremely violent, but it's in a comical, you know, larger than life never could happen sort of way um anywho so we're about to hit you with a ton of netflix news so that's the first part in the comic book world Uh, yeah i can't even believe i was just thinking that a second ago i'm like netflix just owns like the feet now it's what are they not doing well even bob Iger said they are untouchable even with this disney thing disney will be the closest thing to come up to it because amazon Hulu, DC Universe, CBS, like all these places that are coming, like AMC, they would have to combine every single one of their efforts to come close to touching Netflix because they've just been doing it too long. And they've been doing it where I don't know how things are rated, but they seem to knock it out of the park almost every little thing that they do. (laughs) You know, they've, they've actually this year finally been canceling things, which I think is smart. Because they can't hold on to certain things for too long. It's like The Ranch, good show, but like, let's cut it up. Like that show, actually, I remember I was going to tell you that weed show you liked, can't yeah, perceive it. No, I know. I, I was very, I knew that before even the second uh, part two came on. It was very disappointing that, because there was like talk that they wouldn't even put part two on because part one wasn't that popular. I like it. It's a fun show, but um, to touch base on The Ranch, The Ranch got screwed up by. Danny Masterson. No, that was that. Yeah, that was that because that show could have kept going. I love that show, and when like I haven't even really, I started to watch this this last season, and I just I I I just stopped watching it because I just kind of felt like it would it would kind of like taint what I what I thought about it, you know. So I'm glad that you know, yeah, they canceled like those Marvel shows because. To be honest, they should have gotten canceled, but because Heroes of Hire is coming, but yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can, if you could do something smarter and give people what they want, because that's what they want, then do it. Because that's that's called marketing. Yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's, called, that's why Netflix is number one. So speaking of uh, TV, <laughs> um, they announced that they're going to do some anime projects, including the one of the most popular anime series of all time. Neon Genesis Evangeline um, is coming to Netflix next year, um, as well as Ultraman. Um, 
which I like this one. The the animation for Neon Gen- Genesis is normal 2D animation. Ultraman's getting the uh, Star Wars Resistance cell shaded anime. Looks pretty well, good. That's because the Neon is the original series. Oh, it's just and, I thought it was a new series. No, it's the original series and two, the two movies. Uh, so what Netflix is doing before we even go to Ultraman because this is a little like you said, Ultraman is a new is a new thing. Um, but this this and a couple other classic uh, yeah, animes are coming to Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is amazing. So that's I mean, Amazon's uh, Netflix's. Um, uh, anime library is is impressive in the first place. It's like, and they and they're able to go out go out to Japan and and put their name on other ones and just you know shop them and buy them up. And it's I've it's if you're an anime fan, you have to you don't have to go any further than that. Crunchyroll is maybe does some stuff that that uh, Crunchyroll do, does hold the yeah it does because it Crunchyroll does. has it's, it's new stuff uh, Dragon Ball Z and stuff and it has Berserk yeah and stuff so like that. sorry so, Crunchyroll no, no. you you do on the market for anime exactly but like we said I mean if you if Netflix can continue to build their library um, in these classic bringing these classic uh, series that people love so much and then as we're about to talk about Ultraman um, continue uh, the classics that people loved in a new light yep. so yep pumped. Uh, all right, so Ultraman's coming as well mm-hmm. as a new series. It's a it's going to be a follow up to the original. So yep. it's... Um, this lit- next piece of news I'm very excited about. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're going to be taking the Roald Dahl stories and creating a story universe. Yes, one of the you know, know outside you... of like Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys, like these are like your original shared universes, like the Universal Monsters. You know, it's. What do you think about that stuff? Yeah, they're going to be doing uh, animated versions of his of his uh, books. Um, I'm really excited to see Willy Wonka because as much as I like that movie, and I actually don't mind the Tim Burton one, there really hasn't been a true adaptation of that book, um, let alone, what's the second one, The Glass Elevator or whatever? So uh, that's interesting, seeing the witches animated will be great uh, matilda is probably my favorite book by him seeing that like i'm i'm pumped i'm i'm pumped to see uh, a story universe <laughs> being created by netflix off of the doll classics absolutely i just here's netflix doing something that we loved in our childhood and we'll just create a whole new generation of fans yeah multiple childhoods because yeah, multiple. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's going to hit on a lot of people. Um, can you tell me about this one? Where are we? Sorry, it just... We're at uh, GOT. Oh, yeah. So uh, the final the final beer um, in Brewery Omegang, which, you know, is basically like a local beer to uh, us New Yorkers, or I used to be a New Yorker. I always thought it was cool in little Cooperstown, New York. They have this great, this great, net, like international brewery. Uh, so Oma Gang has been doing a um, a series with Game of Thrones and HBO, uh, and the final beer in it will be the Jon Snow's uh, King of the North. It'll be a barrel aged Imperial Stout. Uh, so, in anticipation of the final season of Game of Thrones coming soon, uh, this beer will also close out uh, what has been a pretty cool 
um, crossover. In fact, I you know when I was working at the castle, I kept trying to push them to team up with the Oma gang and do some kind of event with these beers, um, you know, in a castle and, and and nobody wanted to, you know, bite on that hook for some reason. I think it would have done good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Oma gang here in, uh, Western New York. They're only, I don't know, a couple hours away from where I live. Um, so cool brewery does a lot of good events. I like their Game of Thrones beers that I've had so far. So, and I'm always a sucker for an Imperial Stout. Um, and then also in the in the Game of Thrones world, uh, we're getting Game of Thrones whiskeys by the Royal Lochnagar uh, Scotch Company. Um, they'll be doing single malt uh, scotches. Sorry, whiskey here in America. Um, there's I can't remember. I think there's like nine of them. And, what? Uh, They'll be doing for all of the houses uh, plus the um, the night watch. So awesome! Yeah, that's cool. Uh, kind of pig- piggy tail on the uh, on the Johnny Walker White Walker, uh, but that yeah. being blended whiskey, it'll be nice because you know single malts are are the way to go. Well, yeah, they're like oh, man, it's kind of crazy. Like their the ranges are from like thirty dollars to like one hundred and fifty. On these? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, it's, uh, get ready. Yeah. Get ready. That's and like a nice whiskeys are coming. That's <laughs> the hashtag. Um, all right. Let's go to movie news. We got our first look at the Lion King uh, live action. I use air quotes. Trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the best, the best uh, guy sitting at the table at the park convinced me I'm I'm wrong. Guy was this one convinced yeah. me I, the new the new Lion King is animated as well. Prove me wrong. Yeah, it um, is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's hard to say, right? Because the whole thing's like there are no human characters. It's it's completely CGI. You know, maybe the live action is the grass. Um. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Maybe Other they than... use. Maybe they went to the Serengeti and they did some some live action filming of animals, and they're going to use that. Who knows? Maybe the you are. know when the sun's coming up, happen. that's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's happening. But overall, whatever. Still going to go see it. Still take my money. Um, <laughs> right. God damn, you're right. I mean. Look at the track record. I mean, Jungle Book, amazing. Beauty and the Beast, even more amazing. Um, I don't even. I can't even prepare myself for Dumbo's Dumbo. coming out. A Tim Burton Dumbo movie. God. Yeah, my wife goes. I showed her the trailer. She goes, I don't. I don't see how this is a Tim Burton movie. And I go, This is Batman Returns. This is Big Top Pee Wee. There are shots in that trailer, in the music, and the colors that it's. Undoubtedly, what was that movie? <laughs> big Fish. Oh, Big Fish, love that, that movie. Yeah, that like those colors and like the, yeah. the cinematography yep. is very similar to that. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited. For, I loved Dumbo when I was growing up. You want to talk about like getting ready to cry at a movie? Yeah, Here we go. Let's give you a sad one. Get the wet um, works ready. Uh, one other thing with Lion King is that Amy Sedaris got added as a new character, a new character. 
saying that so it's not a shot for shot remake especially since they're taking away be prepared which is my favorite song from the movie still angry about it but you know you just just reminded me of that so you sorry about that that's all right um they had a new character in beauty and the beast as well right so they 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 tend to do these things with these i don't even remember if they did i don't remember they did yeah i know they added some song I i don't know it was great um yeah exactly Continuing, again, still more Disney news. Uh, Keanu Reeves is going to be a character, not a character of... <laughs> Don't bullshit me. I know it's I know it's the John Wick um, uh, Metacom figure walking around. Don't... I've seen the poster, even though that was just, you know, boss logic or something. Yeah, he's in Toy Story 4. <laughs> Fine. Okay, great. Keanu Reeves voices an animated character. Great. <laughs> Too much, hype. Too much hype. Too much hype. Skipping the next one. <laughs> speaking of toys that come to life, uh, bestbuddy.com is the viral <laughs> website for the new Child's Play movie. For the buddy with an I <laughs> toy. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. I, just, I had to say it. We, I got the news. I know. Uh, I saw it. Yeah. I cringed. Yeah, I cringed. It's just, I, I, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Let's move on. Chucky, <laughs> move is, on. Chucky is alive and well. Oh, I know. It's so, so dumb. Um, and then uh, we got a trailer uh, the last couple of weeks for Leprechaun Returns. Um, I'm assuming it's coming out in March to the Sci Fi Channel. If you're smart, it comes out on St. Paddy's Day. Um, but it looks horrible. Um, <laughs> the only, you know, and we're going to get a robot, RoboCop Returns. I guess, like, for me, I'll say this. I'm much happier with them taking these franchises from the 70s and 80s and continuing with them as opposed to reboots. Um that's it. You know, we, I've, we've talked about it many times. I'd rather see Ghostbusters, the continuation, than the Ghostbusters reboot that we got. Because you could still pay homage to what came before it and still set it in that world, but make it its own. And I, I'm much happier with that sort of situation than I am with a full-on reboot. Speaking of, is this ghost? this Ghostbuster news just more, you know continuation of no no i just said i no 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 no. you saw it but they they put that out there again i did not see this they dan Aykroyd put it out there again that that it's ghostbusters 3 is in the works that was actually on our last outline a couple weeks ago i don't even want to talk about that i don't either he says that like every other day i know yeah okay as on november 14th he said ghostbusters 3 is being written right now He's he's been saying this. Yeah, it's been thirty years since Ghostbusters two. I mean, hey, it's perfect timing. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't. Whatever. Dan Aykroyd. Sure, buddy. Um, let's Do move it. on to gaming news. Let's take it over. All right. <clears throat> the our one of our favorite gaming series of all time, the Ar- Batman Arkham uh, series. It the full collection minus. Minus uh, the prequel will be released today, apparently. 
so it's called the Batman Arkham Collection. Collecting Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Okay. But not the actually fun, what was it, Arkham Origins, I think yeah. it was called. That, movie, that, that was a great game. Nice I little, mean... Nice little studio spinoff. Why not include it in this? Because you don't own it? That's it. That's yeah. it. I it's guess. a money grab, and I'm not opposed to money grabs for something that I think everybody in the world should be playing. Um, I just don't care. You know, that's it. Yeah. I'm not going back and playing. It's not even that, those. but it's like you didn't update anything. You know what I mean? They're just no. ports. And we already own Arkham Knight, so we might as well just go buy the Arkham 2 game collection yeah. that they just put out not too long ago. Yeah. And it's on sale every every time I look at it, I need to get that sometime. <laughs> yeah, I mean I did buy I bought Steep finally on Black Friday. I've been waiting to get that game forever. And for some reason at Target, they had a repackage. Like someone bought it and returned it. And that game's no less than thirty dollars every time. And I finally bought it for fourteen bucks. And then I was a huge burnout fan. And Burnout Paradise is one of my favorite games. And I think that was for like PlayStation 3, possibly. Um, it was eight bucks. And I said, eh, I like the. And they remastered it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that was the other thing. It's like, I still have my PlayStation 3, but they remastered the graphics and stuff. So I said, eh, screw it. You update the gameplay and update the graphics. I'm fine with that. Right. Um, oh, and it's, and, or if you give me something that's like too old, like, the Nathan Drake collection I bought because, you know, the first one's for PlayStation 2. Actually, two of them, are, right? Am I wrong? Or are they PlayStation 3? Um, the Nathan the Uncharted games. I thought all three of them are PlayStation 3. Hmm. Because I remember you got me so into why it. why did I get the Nathan Drake collection? <laughs> I don't know. Because you want to play an HD PlayStation yeah. 4 graphics. Right. Maybe. No, <laughs> the graphics aren't updated. They're They're better. I started to play the first one again. They're better. Okay. They HD'd them. Oh, you're right. They did. They did. I'm looking at a comparison right now. Okay, so um, so yeah, I don't know. This is... If you don't have it, buy it. It's worth the money. If you do have it, you're not really gaining anything. What's what's next? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi um, oh. from the prequels. The oh. good one. The, the, later, the later Obi-Wan from like episode 3, Clone Wars Luke, is... Finally coming to Battlefront 2 this week. Uh, he and the Geonis- Geonosis uh, map will be released tomorrow, uh, 1128, which will be probably when you listen to this episode. You're still later. playing that, huh? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I wouldn't mind us playing at some point. I did buy it for 10 bucks. Uh, I do have, I still have to fin- finish single player. Um, and I will be doing that. Maybe today, actually, now that I've been reminded of it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not opposed to that game. I like that game. I like the single player a ton. Um, and I like that it expands the mythology and all that fun stuff. So yeah. for me, it was worth the money. But at the same time, like, I haven't played the multiplayer since it came out, really. You know, maybe with you, you know, we get we can get on there. Moses from don'tforgettall.com as well. 
But if you want to talk about multiplayer in things yes. that we will be playing, on yeah, a regular forget, forget the one. We got something coming up. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot. How much time did we spend on the original Red Dead Redemption on Auto Light Play? It was our it was our thing. We've talked about Red Dead Redemption. We played a lot of zombie mode together online. A lot. <laughs> now we're going to be playing Red Dead online. We'll be um, living, living Red Dead. We'll be running our posse, Robin yeah. Banks, playing poker. That's the thing that's real hard because I've played some of Grand Theft Auto, and I'm not even scratched the surface of that game, but yeah. you play missions in Grand Theft Auto online. So yeah. not only do you have more missions to play, we can team up with people to rob banks, to do stagecoach robbing, to, to, to rob everything. Trains! Trains, man! Trains, planes, automobiles. But, <laughs> but no the plane. other thing is, it's like, <laughs> because of what they do in, in Grand Theft Auto, like they have like this whole mode that's like a, running a nightclub. I will not be surprised if one section of that map is zombie mode. Because oh, of absolutely. how popular the first one was. I mean, they, they released an entire game that was the zombie mode. Yeah, that's that might even come later too. You know, it they could. might even do another one like that, which I hope they do. Um, just like you just said, being an entrepreneur, um, opening a saloon, uh, yeah, op- yeah, whatever you want to do, man. Like, it's yeah, like you could be a real estate tycoon in that. Yeah. Game. You could you could make a whole. You could be a train tycoon. I mean, like, Ugh. there's endless possibilities to what you could do in the old west. And then yeah. if you get mad at somebody, you just shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Your employees. You just say, you know what? It's gonna be wild. This is the Wild West. I don't care. This is this is wiki wiki wild west. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Where's that expansion? <laughs> the the Jim West or whatever the I, I don't remember what his name is. It was I think it is Jim West. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's pulling that out of the hat. Um, man, yeah, Kevin Klein. That, yeah, uh, good yeah. times. Yeah, rough. I can't even watch that on TV. Did um, you ever hear about? Just sorry, because we brought it up. But did you ever hear about the story of the death of Superman? Did you watch that? Death of Superman lives. What happened? Did you watch that? No, I. I've. I started it. I think. No, I thought I did watch that. To be honest, well, with you. where I, they I, say like the design for Brainiac was to be like that giant arachnid monster, and yes, they they turned it into what Kenneth Branagh turns into for Wild Wild West because they already had it like designed. Yes, <laughs> it's just insane to me. Rest yes, in peace, I do. John Schnapp, who created that documentary, <laughs> we we lost yeah. two huge geeks, man. With yeah, him man. and Stan Lee, it's goddamn shame this year. Yeah, it's not going to get any better. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> shut up. Right. Time rolls on. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Our mortality is tested. All right. our souls. Well, let's move on. Let's become one with the Force. Star oh. Wars news. It's oh, okay. Continue. Sorry. Oh, you you got it. Star Wars news. Oh yes, yeah, Star Wars news. Uh, you know we're a little. I hated some Star Wars news until uh, we either get close to a celebration, um, something other than Resistance happens. Uh, the comics are in full swing, but you know that's that could be a whole podcast on its own. So uh, today's news: uh, there's a little thing uh, about how young Luke was supposed to be uh, supposed to appear in a in the Force Awakens flashback. Uh, I remember rumblings and rumors of this. Do you remember that? 
around the time of the filming where it got out that we might see a young Luke. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it was actually supposed to happen, and it didn't. What do you think about this? This is one of those kind of situations where it doesn't matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I get it, but it just doesn't matter. Unless like, there's this, like, you filmed it and you have a deleted scene to yeah. give us down the road after the fifth DVD release because yeah. you want to make money. Yeah. Fine. But you didn't film it, so no. stop teasing us. That's all. And I don't, you know, I don't know how it would have worked. I don't know if it mattered. When you say young, do you mean like something like in the period after, uh, farmland on the farm, you know, on maybe. the farm or, you know, training the nights of Ren, you know what I mean? Like I just give me yeah. after yeah. episode nine, give me that series. Give me that animated show. Give me that comic. Give me that book. Give me all of that material about young, young Luke post. Return of the Jedi outside of Shattered Empire. Um, you know, that comic. Like, because that's it, really. <laughs> that's all we have. So, I, I I don't think it would have ever been post-ROTJ. I think it would have been pre, or, you know, pre-A New Hope. Um, oh. Only because the casting of Mark Hamill. Um how do you, I mean, besides Sebastian Shaw, not Sebastian Shaw, Sebastian Stan, who, you know, they want to keep pushing that he should play Luke Skywalker in some kind of live action thing. It, I'm thinking young Luke would have been a kid. It would just been easier to film um, him, maybe like getting a taste of his, uh, the fact that he has the force as a kid, you know, he doesn't know what it is or some kind of interesting scene like that. Um, I would see yeah. that would have probably been more yeah. on the scale of that. Well, then because I, I all you're doing is, care. I don't care either. So, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. speculation because we'll never see it. No, I know. But I even like, I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. done with that time period, to be honest with you. This post. Come on. I, 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 don't, I don't like saying we're done with these time periods because there's there's a lot of stuff to farm. And if you do it correctly, there are there are good stories to tell in each time period. It's there like, it is, but you dude. Know, do we really need to see more pre a new hope as opposed to like thousands of years before that? We with... do need to see it. And we need to see it in an Obi-Wan movie where we do see a okay. young Luke because he's like, Oh, he's looking down from a, from a mountain and he can, he's like overseeing. That's all we need to see. Sorry. <laughs> let me, ba- let me back that up. Then <laughs> we talked about it on gourmet scum radio, Cassian <laughs> show. Fine, great, great, yeah. whatever. Maybe they'll show Alden Ehrenreich back as Han Solo, and he'll show up on the show from time to time. Whatever. Even if they it. don't do something like that, it's like this: take it beyond just the the mainstream of Star Wars. Make it like the the underworld that people want to see. Do things that we haven't seen. I'm saying that's what people want. It's fine. I know what you mean. Yeah. But what my greater point is. You should have announced an Obi-Wan limited series. Eight episodes, Ewan McGregor comes on TV just like he did with Fargo. And that, I, not to say that people aren't going to get that streaming service to begin with, but every single Star Wars fan instantly would have said, done, Disney Plus, here's my money. Instead of a casting. I get, yeah, I mean, it was. We didn't talk uh, about the casting was, on the show, so. The, we did, but casting was a second a second thought too, because when you announced the Mandalorian as your as your headliner, 
you know what you're doing, especially when you put John Favreau, Favreau and, and these other, you know, great directors attached Correct. to it. So that's I, a great just, way to start it. And I think that Cassian is, it's, it's not a poor follow-up. I mean, as a longtime Star Wars fan, I said, you know, I didn't care about Cassian going in the Rogue One. I've said this a hundred times. And the minute I left Rogue One, I was like, man, I want to see it. I want to read some comics about this guy. I want to see what he was doing back, you know, when he was a spy. I think that's just a great, a great thing that they can farm. And you're right about an Obi-Wan suit. It would have been a great way to launch it, but it's also like make some money and then let's really decide what, what we're going to do with Ewan McGregor. Does Ewan McGregor want to do this? Does he want to do a movie? Does he, he want to do every time that he wants to, come he doesn't, back he doesn't care, character. right? He, he doesn't, doesn't care. care how he gets brought so, back. I could see them, you know, changing course and doing an Obi-Wan series, oh, but we- to launch, to get it launched. I think it would just, there's a lot of resources that, I don't know if they can. I don't know. Maybe, maybe what? do a good series. Like, what are you going to do? It's not that much stuff. You tell stories on Tatooine. You know, no. there's a lot of no. That yeah. fucker goes off of Tatooine, and in in 17 years, he goes. He hits up Mistress Satine. They yeah. got a kid. He Mistress does Satine all dies in Clone Wars, bro. We we've established this. whatever his sister, whatever the situation <laughs> is. The point is, he go he in eight episodes they'll do an obi-wan show the greater thing here is like that time period with the exception of obi-wan i'm good with not seeing it obviously a new idea can show up and you could show me a boba fett before a new hope and he's in the underworld and blah 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 and i'll get sold on it but my greater point is like there's a whole world of star wars Mm -hmm. the galaxy far far away like, can you just go to the outer ring? Can you go back in time? Can you go forward? Well, that's... Like, just get out of the Skywalker area, right? Please. Right. For the love of Obi Wan, get out of this era. That's all. That's my greater point. You you know this to be. I know this. Search your else. feelings. You. Know but it's. This. But I don't agree with it as well because the expanding universe proved that you could do twenty five years of Skywalker stories and it would still be good. So don't I mean we can't sit here and be like uh, it's not qu- it's not questionable though because it was the fan base was there and there I mean it's it lived for 25 years and as com- convoluted as it could be it still it has a timeline and it has it did a great job so we are still within 6 years of Disney owning it and like you know it's we have to kind of be like all right they backtracked on the movies a little bit which I don't feel like that was a strong move on their part, but um, because they show kind of, they show weakness too. So do who are we to question what they do in a story group and what they do, to be honest with you. That's that's, I always get kind of upset about it because it's like they had, they had, they were doing something and no matter what it was ruined by, by butthurtness and also by they've proven it. Russian trolls. So, what are we going to say about it? You know what I mean? It's it's the it's not divisive as much as the, people like the Last Jedi. <laughs> people love Solo. Come on, I, I I I don't like it. I it's 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 important. It's in poor taste for them to to backtrack the way they did. And you know, I to be honest, I as a fan, I've appreciated things they've done so far, and I would take even more. So I just I can't. I can't say that these that they were doing anything wrong in the first place. So keep giving us what you want to give us if that's what you know if you have the funds to do it. 
They've paid off. They've made their money back. So, of course. <clears throat> All right. What's where we? What what is happening now? It's the pursuit of plastic. All right. NECA. NECA has teased its it <laughs> accessory pack. Uh, for you know, for you displayers out there, you want all your Pennywise goodness. Uh, just like with the aliens and predators, uh, NECA is releasing an accessory set which will give you some cool little things to display with your toys. Uh, in this one, we have a Pennywise doll from the what is it? The water, the watershed scene or whatever. Weird, weird doll. Uh, then the Pennywise Jack in the Box. We get the balloon. We get George. Georgie's arm. Of course. The, the SS Georgie. And of course, the a nice little diorama piece, the six by six inch um, Pennywise in the sewer. His head peeking up the grate. Uh, nice little, one of the you know most iconic scenes in it. Yeah, you know, great. <laughs> like, I, I love that movie. Um, it was great. The book's great. It's not a franchise, okay? Like, I'm not creating diorama scenes from it. Like, I get the toy, I display it, I'm good. I'm not like, oh, hey, here's a whole village of dairy where here he is in, in the sewer. Here he is, you know, in the old man, crusty homeless guy's house. You mm-hmm. know, here he is in Beverly's house. Like, it's just, I get one toy. Like, they're really going too far with this it situation. It's not like Freddy or Jason or any of these other people who have, or aliens and predators, like, where you want to create huge fucking epic landscapes. This is one film, soon to be two, where I may have maybe two iterations of this one character. Maybe. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky. It's done. Whatever. Okay. Because action toy photography would uh, say otherwise. <laughs> so, I mean, look at what these guys are doing. I mean, and NECA's smart to put out these sets. Uh, they, they're not? geniuses. They're of course geniuses. they are. I didn't say there's anything wrong. Like, it's fine if you're uh, this hardcore It fan mm-hmm. who needs to go right. and recreate every meticulous scene. And, you know, if NECA's clearly making money off of them because they continue to do them. But I just think it's like what it's. This is my personal opinion. Someone's yeah. listening, and someone's a hardcore, uh, you know, it person who's like, I need this. So that's great for you. I just think it's like there's better toy franchises that I'd rather see get this kind of treatment. That's yeah, it's weird. It's funny because I remember when DC icons tried to do their accessory sets. They they put out one, and it. And, that, and they had plans for a second one, and, that, and they canceled it, just like the entire line. It was sad because, um, in in terms of like comic books and making scenes and all that stuff, like those accessories are great. They only enhance all the figures you bought. Yeah. So it would make it even better. The, you're right about this. Um, it's like 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 it's not like Mezco let me put it this way. Do right. this, you know. Yeah. Mezco should do this. Uh, DC should do it. Like, there's so many other things that deserve this it is not a thing that i think about in my head like this deserves an accessory set right that's that's all i'm saying predator aliens yes those all make a lot of sense Mm -hmm. yeah 
there's then there's so many different things that you can add. You know, even Terminator. You know what I mean? Like that Punisher set from that. Like, give me all these guns. Give me like a a melted T one thousand. Give me like you know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of different franchises. This is one film based off of one book that to me just doesn't need all of this stuff. But again, this is my personal opinion. Somebody out there is going to get it. More, but, somebody, you know, somebody. Where, where's the where's the turtles accessory set for God's sake? Where's the turtles? <laughs> right, where are my movie six or seven inch scale uh, NECA turtles? Did you pre-order them? I did not. You better get but down still, there because, quite honestly, I I want the eighteen inch set. I do, oh. and at some point, I'll sell my soul and I'll get it. And See, at that scale, it's almost like. You might as well get the other ones. But it's I've like I want them. the dream, the Dream X. But but I've I've seen yeah, them I know. at I know. Chris's house. Yeah, and I I cry every time they stare <laughs> at me right when I walk in the door, and I go, God, I want these so bad, and I want to right. put them outside, and I want to put them in scenes like those. I want so they're huge. They are huge, but that to me because. At the six inch scale, you can do dioramas and everything like that. But at eighteen inches, go out to the fucking city. Honestly, go out and go oh, out yeah. to the city and just shoot them because that's how great these figures are. Sorry, I no, it's tough. It's tough because it's like oh, I know. The, the, it's the, like I'm three deep into like hundred dollars. I'm th- oh, think about it this way: I'm three deep into the into the Dream X twelve inch ones, and it's like. Once you buy one turtle, <laughs> you can't not have four of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 difficult because, I mean, you're talking like at the Dream X scale, it's like $150, $200, $200 plus now probably. Yeah. Yeah. NECA, what, they come in at $100, 120 you know? Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Yep. Very good stuff. All right. Uh, speaking, uh, we just mentioned Mesco a few minutes ago. Uh, Mesco once again has some uh, issues with a pre-order. Uh, the Batman, the exclusive uh, Black Cyber, Friday, Monday, Cyber, Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday, Onyx uh, Batman. It's a sub- It's the next. It's the final Sovereign Knight, I think, variant uh, after the gray one, which is the general release. The blue and gray one, which is the yeah that one the more i see of that one and the brighter blue it looks even better the darker blue at first was like eh but the photos i'm seeing it's it looks great um so mesco announced with a countdown this time (laughs) that they would be releasing uh putting up for pre-order basically what is the michael keaton suit um on the silver knight build so uh, I don't know. Is there anything really different with the accessories? Or I don't think so, right? Not that I noticed. I don't think so. So once again, uh, as you can read on the Mesco groups, there was some issues with pre-ordering and much, much butthurtness uh, ensued afterwards. So uh, I don't know. What thing. was your experience with this? Shit. You, you got them. You got, you got us both one. Um, what happened? Long story short, Mezco needs to fix its processing facility or center or 
software or whatever, and they need to figure out a way to make these figures. I'm okay with exclusive figures, but I think you like just make more of them because you're going to make more money. That's my that's my final thought on it. Um, I had to buy them PayPal. I didn't even have the option to get them credit card because that part of it was broken. And that was the major issue is that if you pay through PayPal, you have to pay for everything up front. Whereas if you pay through credit card, you can decide if you don't want to keep it or whatever. So that's it. Um, I had to shell out the $200 or whatever the F it is after shipping to get them all at once instead of being able to put it on my credit card, which sucks. You know, it does suck. I didn't want to spend it like right then. I wanted to do it later because this is fucking Christmas time and I don't want to spend yeah. $200 on toys but yet. <laughs> I'm going to pay for it, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'd rather do it in April or whatever. So that's it. That's the, that was the major issue. And, um, you know, people selling their entire toy collection <laughs> because of it. Um, Oh my Here's gosh. The, thing. the toys are still great toys. I, I I'm not going to give up my Mezco collection. That being said, if I was that frustrated, I just wouldn't buy them anymore. That's the point. So you're right. You're absolutely right. It's like this, this emotional response to a toy being uh, unattainable. Uh, this is a collector market in the first place. So we know it's difficult to get these. And when you don't get one, you're like, oh shit. Well, whatever. Uh, you know what? I would never, I'm not, you know, I would be hard pressed to ever sell my Mesco collection unless it was like a life or death situation at this point. They're, they're great figures. And if you don't like one, you know, there's plenty of advanced reviews. There's looks at them when they're across seas before they're even hitting the US. Yeah. You know, when there's quality control, I've canceled, I've given up some NDR, like a couple of them, because I'm like, I'm not paying you full price for this figure. Except you can't now because of, that situation I just said, which is the problem. That is that is the problem, and I completely agree with not selling your collection, but I completely agree with every single person's complaints on how the processing goes. It's just, it's just not fair. I you know what with I think that Mesco messed up, but at the same time, this isn't a figure that you can just go and get wherever. Mesco has to be better prepared for these exclusives that they know is going to crash their site, but people also have to be prepared that you're, this isn't a general release. You're not going to get your hands on it. If you're not ready, like buying things these days, I don't blame Mesco for taking money, the full amount on, on, on an exclusive, this limited, like you got to have the money to produce it. Like, I'm sorry, but there's too many people out there who are just like, you know what? They spend ahead of time. I do it. You know what I mean? And I, do, I think it's reckless and I think it's irresponsible sometimes, especially when you go back and you're, you're complaining about it because you can't afford it at the time. Listen, that's, that's not, that's not Mesco's fault, to be honest with you. Uh, then pay for it. Correct. Don't give a Co- choice. Correct. Correct. And I'm saying, you know, Mesco was wrong. Um, and because they, what was the one that was the, it was the, the Punisher special ops that did it last time. And they should have learned from there. I mean, you're, you do you know, I think that's the other thing too, is that they haven't learned every single one of the, like I've been lucky because really I've been able to get every single one of the Mezcos that I wanted, but I, I will tell you just a pro tip, order it on your phone because on the computer, it doesn't work. And I don't know. 
I, I think there's something with the ports that they open up certain ports uh, for mobile people because they have to. You have to run things differently. And I think for whatever reason, people aren't ordering on their phones, and that's the way I've been able to do it every time. Um, rarely on my computer. So you know, it's funny though is that I had the issues with the, the Punisher Special Ops. I could I was trying to get it on my phone and I couldn't. Yeah. So that was, but that must have been a bigger issue than than this time. You know. Yeah, I just you know. Um, anyway, well, point is, they got to fix it. This let's talk about a little positive though. Um, yeah. Do you like the look of this figure? Do you like the the Michael Keaton look? I do, and yeah. I like that his face. Oh, you know what? And I don't know if this is on like where his like mask is like cracked. Is that the Catwoman scratch or something? No, even? this no, this is like different. I mean, maybe it's a Catwoman scratch, but it looks it's a gouge. Yeah, like. Half his mask is missing. That's the yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah. So maybe I didn't look at it right, but I thought it looked like a scratch down his face. So maybe not. I don't know. That's a cool mask, but it's on the other ones too, I think. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, I didn't notice anything different, which they normally do. No, they didn't. That's they didn't. Their game. Uh, there's like um, a bat drone. Was that different? There's a drone that you can. That's the other thing for me that I get kind of annoyed about is when you offer an accessory that's a like that's a flying thing, you know what I mean? Unless you're like me, and maybe you are, but like I hang things up with fish line because of because of that, (laughs) because this is like my my green goblin is on a hoverboard. It's meant to be flying, so I I hang them up. You know, you offer me an accessory that's supposed to be flying. I can't put it in his hands. I can't, you know, or else it just sits at their feet. I don't know. There's just things that they add as accessories, which I think are stupid. And it also makes me realize that we really just need to do a Pursuit of Plastic episode next time. We do. In the future, Uh, because this is taking up so much time. And I'm okay with it, but there's too much things to talk about. (laughs) One thing to say, though, about it is that um, for your... Accessory needs. Um, Can of Beams is a good site to check out. The guy does a lot of different things, uh, from effects to um, ways to display things. So uh, there are people out there with three D printers doing doing things for your uh, your display and your collection. Uh, so you guys should check out some of those. Definitely. Um, Perfect. That's a good way to end it on a high note. A high note, though, is. I had this on the last episode because I do want to talk about the John Stewart Green Lantern Mexico figure. Uh, oh, yeah. I do want to talk about some positive things here uh, that I've been waiting for this to go up for pre-order. John Stewart is definitely one of my favorite DC characters and one of my favorite Green Lantern. Uh, it's tough. I like the Green Lanterns, but it's between him and Guy Gardner for two different reasons. Uh, <laughs> but I've, I've been waiting for this because I find it interesting that John Stewart was the first Green Lantern that he did for the set. Uh, John Stewart is very prominent now in the Justice League comic. He was the Green Lantern if you grew up with the Justice League Unlimited TV show. Uh, so I'm really excited to see if if DC and WB does the right thing and 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 definitely does this John Stewart Hal Jordan movie. Um, but I'm really excited for this figure. It is coming in at eighty dollars with a light up feature. So this this poses another question: Why this is good? This is going to end it on high on a, on a bad note, man. Don't it do is. it. It's so Don't weird. It. But I'm happy. I'm happy that we're getting a figure at the normal $80 price point. Yeah. A r- general release of this figure. His lantern lights up. 
it does great things. And it's, it's like the, this is the, the figure that I want of John Stewart. And I, this is the pentumplant or whatever ultimate figure. Very excited for it. So still up for pre-order guys. If you love John Stewart and you haven't seen it, it's great. Yeah. Perfect. Where can you find us? We are at don't forget to towel.com for your geekly source, daily source of news, reviews, interviews, and more. That's it. You can find us on all forms of social media at DFAT Towel or don't forget a towel. You can email us at don't forget a towel one at gmail.com if you want to yell about toys or Lion Kings or Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, exactly. This is Casey saying go read your comics. That's where all this, most of this stuff comes from, people. <laughs> well, the anger comes from. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. This is Chris. We'll see you next time. <laughs>